Welcome back to the Hot Topic Podcast, Mitch Gallo. It's episode seven. We made it this far. Where have you been? Been uh, partying. Been having a good time. Been enjoying life. Now I want to enjoy this podcast. And we enjoy this podcast because of such great sponsors. The Hot Topic Podcast is brought to you by Club Sportif CDL. It's the place for tennis, squash, and fitness, spin classes, pickleball, squash. We still have a big squash match that we want to have, Mitch Gallo, at Club Sportif CDL. It's got it all. Uh, If you want tennis, you want tennis programs, you want to go sit down and have a meal, you could get whatever you want. It's your one-stop shop. Check them out (laughs) at www.clubcdl.com or on Facebook. Did I tell you? I took on Dave Trenton Dewey in squash. Best of seven. Okay, he's going to be embarrassed about this. Was it a... 4-2. 4-2? 4-2 series win for me. Okay, because I, I I, I feel like I could beat him 4 nothing. 4 nothing. Yeah. So I think it's not even going to be close between you I, and I. I. I hadn't played squash since I was in CJEP. Yeah. So that's going back a few years are now. You, are you blue dot, yellow dot with the, on the squash ball? Uh, blue dot, yellow dot. I don't know what we were playing with. Ah. I didn't pay attention. It, I changed the way I play because of the dot. So oh. we'll have to find out. Uh, check them out on Facebook at Club CDL. And, Sean, also, the Hot Topic podcast is brought to you by Eviva Greek Tavern. They've moved. They're now at 4868 Sources Corner, Ounsel Laving, across from the old Adonis. They have great lunch specials at $9.95 every day, a variety of fresh fish daily. And you can even order your fish choice in advance. You can find them on Uber Eats if you're lazy, as well as skip the dishes. Oh, you're lazy. I'm lazy. I use those services, Sean. Yes. I enjoy when the food I've, is delivered straight to my house. I've never done Skip the Dishes or Uber Eats, mm-hmm. but I think I might start with you should. Eva you should. Tavern. And uh, the Hotel Po, the Hot Topic Podcast, also brought to you by betonline.ag. Sign up today. And Mitch, use the promo code Hot Topic. That's right. And receive a 50% welcome bonus every nice. spread every total every winner or loser straight bet parlay tease your way through the season get the fastest to market odds updates and payouts with our new sports book partners betonline.ag your online sports book experts No thanks. No thanks. Yeah, no thanks. Gallo and Sean are the best guys with that show I love. It's called what? The show you love that you don't know the name of? No, because uh, I'm in a mental hospital. I can't get out. <laughs> Hold on. I got it for you. It's more of a, uh, a hot topic. <laughs> hot topic. Yeah, yeah. Hot topic. Hot topic. Yeah. Seamster Campbell. You are my. No. Campbell and Gallo, two guys who spend way too much time together. They're, they're pretty tight, those guys. Similar interests. They hit that show, Hot Topic. That's what best friends do. No! 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 All right, Mitch. 
So how long you been away? We've had, uh, we just heard a couple in a, our, our mini series here on the Hot Topic podcast, the Hotopo. As I know that you're gonna you're gonna come around on the Hotopo, but we just finished the mini. Uh, we just finished the mini series, and we're gonna have a couple more. I want to interview a couple other people, but uh, Mitch Melnick, Dan Robertson, yourself, and I, we we put out our favorite lineups. If you haven't heard those ones, go check them out on SoundCloud, iTunes, uh, Google Play. Uh, Basically, however you're listening now, just go do it with yeah. those podcasts. But those, but those, it's, it's, it was kind of fun to do. It was a really fun exercise. Yeah, for sure. And actually, uh, I, I've been away for about two weeks. And uh, on one of my flights, I actually killed a good 20 minutes listening to uh, Dan Robertson. Because, you know, I did the Melnick interview, so I knew what was said in that yeah. one. And obviously, I was a part of the one with you. But I got to experience it fresh, listening to Dan Robertson talk about his favorite lineups. Didn't like that he cheated a little bit with the positioning, because you know how, uh, how I like, he I said it, though. on that. He said, he said, he said Mario. Like, he can't have Mario he and said at the end of his He said at the end of his career, he played on the left wing. So he kind of went down that route. Not a left winger. But it's fun because yeah. I still really enjoyed it. Yeah, uh, so check that out if you haven't. Uh, but Mitch, yeah. I thought to start things off, we kind of recap what you missed over the last two weeks. Sounds good. So I'm going to try and recap the last two weeks of the Montreal Canadiens for you, just to help you out. Okay, that's very nice of you. The last game you saw was the LA Kings game. That's right. Right, so we'll start with the Columbus game, the first Columbus game, the one that they won 3-2 in a shootout. Now, the thing to remember from this game is the Canadians were actually trailing this game. It was very close. It was back and forth. And the Canadians had a lead, and then they kind of uh, they they were coming back. Gallagher tied it up. Wierenski scored. But it took to the very final minute with the goalie pulled that the Canadians actually tied it up. And this is where the rookie, Nick Suzuki, really came out of his shell, Mitch. Nick Suzuki, left circle, doesn't shoot it yet. Backs himself down to the corner, hangs on, gets it back from Deno. Cross ice, they score! Tatar! Thomas Tatar ties it at two! And it was all about the pass from Nick Suzuki. And since then, Nick Suzuki has been on a, not a tear offensively, but he's looked really good offensively, Mitch. What position was he playing in this game? Uh, In that game, he was on the wing. Okay. He was on the wing, but that was at the end of the game. He was actually on the left side right-handed shot with the goalie pulled. Handling the puck, try to pass, and and being above, Mitch, you saw that he was looking for that seam pass over to Tatar for the one-timer. So it's coming back to me now. I, uh, I didn't miss this game. Because this was the day that you were supposed that, to fly. I, that I was supposed to be gone, but I wasn't. I was still here. Okay. So I actually watched uh, that game at Casual Sport with a couple of friends. Oh, okay. So and there you I go. Left, so you and then I left to, the next morning. So okay. I watched that. So game. that was so you didn't really miss out that Jonathan yeah. Drouin with a nice little move in the in the shootout going five hole. Uh, all right. So let's move on to the next game. Uh, actually, between that, uh, Charles Houdon had a hat trick with a Laval Rocket. And so then he became on the radar for the Canadians because in the Capitals game, this is where everybody got hurt. I don't know if you heard about this one. Sprinting up the left side is Drouin. Ovechkin back checking. Gallagher to the net. Drouin, left circle. He left it there. He gets hammered by Ovechkin and he's down face first. And now just getting up the Capitals Oshi into the zone. The trailer. Here's another pass to the right side for Backstrom as he set it up to the slot. And they did not get a shot away. And Drouin is walking down the tunnel. He was hit hard there by Alex Ovechkin. Uh, I don't know if you saw that one. He got destroyed by Alex Ovechkin. Okay, I saw this uh, this hit because it was on social media in isolation. Okay. Like, I didn't see the game, but I saw the hit. Yeah. And people mad at Ovechkin on it. I mean, maybe uh, you could 
call charging because yeah, I think he there left was a two minute. I thought feet. right away I said two minute charge, but I'm I don't, I don't think it was malicious or there was any intent was to down. injure. And uh, the shoulder seemed down. Everything seemed fine about the hit, except for the fact that he kind of launched himself. Yeah, I thought I thought it was a two minute penalty, uh, but Jonathan Drouin didn't see it coming. By the way, he came back in the game. He got hurt in the third period on his wrist on a complete other play. Uh, he got hit by, I believe it was a puck. Uh, the other uh, thing that came out of that game. Paul Bryan's lame here. He's got a sore right knee or ankle. He's got no mobility. Cross ice pass. Hit the front stop by Price. As now Byron and his mates will get a chance to get off. Byron really hobbling to the bench on that left knee. Yes, I get a better look now. That was a fantastic left leg save. Panic kicked the feet up from under Byron. Yeah, that was uh, pretty dirty, and I was very uh, intrigued that the NHL never looked at that. Uh, Panic like leg swept Paul Byron, and he's out for a month. Yeah, that one I never saw, but... That's where Byron got hurt. I, I wonder if this aggravated something that was maybe already ailing him. I don't know. It was a bad. It was a bad trip. Like he fell and he yeah. swept the. It was kind of like uh, Mortal Kombat leg sweep. And that's kind of <laughs> what it was. Have you been playing Super Nintendo again? Uh, I have uh, more uh, Street Fighter Two, by the way. Uh, I hate that so game. so by the way, the Canadians victorious in this game. Outstanding. One of their best games of the year, Mitch. In Washington beat them 5-2, to two, wow. and they were dominant in that second period scoring. Uh, four times Suzuki also scores in that game. So everyone's excited. Yeah, everybody's excited. And then it all kind of fell apart because uh, they go into home against the New Jersey Devils, and they lose to the Devils. In a game, Mitch, the Canadians were better. You watch those two teams. The Canadians were better than the Devils, but they didn't win. A couple things that happened in this game. Kale Fleury scored his first NHL goal, and it was a beauty. Gallagher tried to curl and drag that toward the net. He runs into Simmons, who didn't like that. Fleury walks in. Fleury back in. Scores! The first NHL goal for Kale Fleury. It's a beauty, and it's 2-1 Montreal. And look at the smiles on everybody's faces down there. I don't know if you ever saw it. Did you see, have you seen his goal that yet? That one I saw. That was a nice goal. Yeah, going right up the middle, a little really back nice. end. Yeah. Uh, but that was a game where the Canadians lost in overtime with Deneau in the box. So it was a power play goal, uh, Palmieri scoring that. But at the end of the game, a lot of confusion with Deneau scoring, but they called it a kick in when he shimmied his leg on the puck as he was laying down in the crease. Did you see this at all? Did you hear about this? I heard about it. I saw people commenting on it, but I never actually saw the play. It is so confusing what happened on this play. Deneau gets tripped up by Subban. He goes into the crease. He's laying on the goal line. The puck's on the goal line. You can see him look down the puck, and he kind of goes, eh, eh, eh. And he kicks it, kicks it in with his thigh. They reviewed it, and they called it a kick in. No blade, no skate, but... After talking to Kerry Frazier and how the rules are written, they got the right call. Inside a minute now. Left corner. Deno to Weber. Shoots. He broke his stick. Gallagher gets it. Shoots. And it rattles around. It's at the goal line. Is it in? There's no indication yet. Is this a goal? The Canadians are celebrating as if it is. Looked like he sure put his glove on it. I was just about to say that when we look at that angle. After video review, the puck was kicked into the net. No goal. Still 3-3. And that would have been a game winner with less than a minute to go, and then they lose in overtime, Mitch. That, that one kind of hurt, and that started. That was the first game that started their losing streak. 
because then they go to Columbus, they lose to Columbus, a 5-2, and that was probably the worst game that they played. The Canadians were there. They were okay. Uh, they competed, uh, but they just kind of fell apart uh, to the Columbus uh, Blue Jackets on that one. And then uh, they get ready for the uh, Ottawa Senators come to town on Wednesday. Uh, the best thing about the Ottawa Senators, the ceremony for Guy Carboneau. Oh, I missed that. It was really nice. I'm sure. It was really... I, John Still was uh, covering for you on the uh, post-game show, and uh, he, he just goes, you know what? He was like, it was really neat, because he hasn't been to many of those. He was like, it was really neat. And the Canadians did a really good job. Nice little ceremony before uh, for Guy Carboneau. Uh, yeah, Bob Ganey, Kirk Muller, uh, Patrick Waugh saying all these things about Guy Carboneau and uh, the presentation that he had before. Good, good three, four minutes standing ovation, middle of center ice. He's like, come on, guys, let's uh, let's keep going. You know, the, one of those good moments. Yeah, I've been there for quite a few of them. I'm, I've been fortunate. I think I, I saw, so I saw Larry Robinson. Mm-hmm. I saw Guy Lapointe. Yeah. I saw Patrick Waugh. Those are some good ones. I think those are the three where I saw the uh, jersey mm-hmm. celebration. Yeah, it wasn't miss, jersey, miss, but it was they put him in the Ring right, of Honor. Right, Ring of so, Honor. So that, that was nice. I'm trying to think of what other ones I've seen go to the Ring of Honor because they put so they I'm guessing they threw the uh, the spotlight yep. on the. Yeah. They had that little black, you know, kind of drape, and they dropped it, and you know, it was up in section four or whatever, right on the Ring of Honor up top. So that was nice. But the Canadians dominate Ottawa in the first period. It's zero zero. They outscore. They they out like three shots from Ottawa, and I, I and I'm talking to Sergio and Sergio. I'm like the Canadians shouldn't it shouldn't be zero zero, and you could just tell the Sens were going to just stick around all game, and they do stick around. Suzuki scores again, uh, but Pajot in the second period, and then they go to overtime. Comes to center Kachuk. He's going to get in all alone. Kachuk scores. He took off from his own zone. Brady Kachuk with his eighth. His second game winner in as many nights, and the Senators take it 2-1 to one in overtime. And on this one, after the game, Claude Julien kind of throws Suzuki and Tatar, who were out on the ice, and a lot of people blaming Tatar on this one, called his forwards lazy. Because at one point, they looked at each other and say, who's going to cover Kachuk, and it was too late. That's kind of what happened in that game in overtime. Yeah, he. Uh, I believe, he, didn't he actually say soft? Yeah. So soft is like one of the worst things you could say. Uh, he said soft team. about the next game against the Rangers. Oh, okay, my yeah. bad, my bad. I no, just no. know I saw the quote about no. being soft. Yeah, that was being soft. That was the Ranger game, which is the last game uh, on this list. Uh, and the Ranger game, did you, how much did you follow the Ranger game? Because that was near the end of your vacation. You probably were like, I need to focus on my vacation at this time. Yeah, I, I mean, I saw what happened, obviously, but didn't watch the game. And after I saw what happened, I didn't have an inclination to go back and see it again. Yeah, so what happened was you had Lekin and Domi and Suzuki put together and they were on fire. And the Canadians got up 4 nothing, and then they fell apart. Uh, the Rangers played the same game the whole way and that was Suzuki going back to the wing and Domi at center. By the way, Suzuki moving to the wing had nothing to do with the way that Suzuki was playing center. He was playing very well at center. It was more about getting Domi involved because Domi hadn't been putting up any offensive numbers. So Domi and Lekkanen and Suzuki Suzuki's been really strong since you've been gone, Mitch. Even in the losses. Well, um, I mean, I think we've seen him building to this point, yeah. right? And every time the kid gets an opportunity, he really seems to seize the moment. Nothing seems to phase him. Nothing seems to... Uh, he doesn't seem to feel a lot of pressure. So I'm not surprised that uh, we're sitting here as he's gaining more experience seeing a better hockey player. In behind the net, Strom bottled up by Sharap, but he made a pass loose. Panarin scores. Artemi Panarin chipped it in on the backhand. And once again, it's a one-goal game. It's 5-4. Rangers coming shorthanded. Flying back, Udall. Howden pass. They score! Lemieux with a second shorthanded. 
Strom wins the draw. The Rangers wanted the faceoff at that circle, and they score, and that's why. Strom pulled it back, threw him a shot, and threw a crowd, and it's 6-5 to five New York. Everyone on the bench for Montreal, they got their heads down, waiting to see what line goes out there. As Claude Julien just can't believe what's happening. And welcome to today, Mitch. This is, this is, this is, I hope I caught you up on some of the games you missed. Yeah, what else did I miss uh, around the league? Anything? Uh, uh, anything there's uh, Mike Babcock got fired. That happened when I was on a boat. That you were on a boat. Did, on your, a boat. did your phone blow up with all your friends? Yes, basically uh, the yeah. phone started lighting up. Leafs Nation uh, coming at you. Leafs Nation coming at me. Everyone just uh, surprised by the timing of the move, right? Because they still had a couple games to go on that road trip that they were on. You would have loved this one. You would have loved this one. I believe it happened at 4:30 on the nose, and uh, I was filling in for you. Yeah, and you know it's always 4.30, 5 o'clock when these these news breaks. And the sports center bed starts. Both my phone, because we get the alerts from TSN, gives the fired. Melnick's like, Babcock. You know, over the mic. He's like, Babcock. And I look down at my phone, I see Babcock. And I go right in to the sports center. And it was breaking news. My, You know, Mike Babcock has been fired, and I know that you, you've been there for those moments. It was like right away. Yeah, you always got to make sure uh, that you're right. Well, yeah, it was Mitch, you know, checking mine, and it wasn't, you know, uh, an unchecked mark account. I just, uh, so that, yeah, around the league, we know what's going on with Bill Peters today. I know you've been back for that. That's uh, a lot of news. Uh, a lot of suspensions this past weekend. Um, yeah, when, when, when do we get spitting in the NHL? When yeah, there was, there was spitting, got three games. Bortuzzo's cross-check on Arvidsson, uh, four games. and he how, only, how does that make sense? It, it didn't the, make the sense The four games. No, it didn't make sense. You Ar- could Ar- see Ar- Arvidsson's going to be out for like six weeks. You could see Arvidsson's body crunch on that second cross-check. It, like you really can see that body just. And Bortuzzo's a big, strong guy. He's and he did it on that. purpose because he already got called for the first cross check, and they let him get a freebie. Yeah, crazy. Uh, so that that's kind of uh, happening around the National Hockey League. Uh, Kahari Jones uh, back. That was confirmed yesterday uh, at the Great Cup, and uh, the uh, your your Eagles have a chance now. The Cowboys are slipping. Your Eagles have a chance. Uh, Cowboys are slipping because Cowboys had to play the Patriots this week. Yes, but if you look at the schedule for the Cowboys and the Eagles, it's uh, the Eagles have the easier schedule. They play one more time, right? Yeah, but they play one more time. But if you look, they got the Giants twice, the the Redskins. But that, but that mean, head-to-head match, that's going to be key. Yeah, so I'm just keeping you up to date and making sure. Do you feel up to date now? Uh, anything else? I don't know. Did I miss anything to tell you? Well, is Dustin Buffalo going to come back to the Jets? Uh, I don't know. He's hurt. He's, yeah, he's, but now there's some kind of grievance filed now. Yes, yeah. I don't really care about that story. You don't care about that one? Nope. Mm. What else What else was uh, percolating when I left? Hmm. I guess I must be caught up. That's all that happened? Yeah, no, that's mostly in, in, in the hockey world, in the Montreal Canadiens world. Yeah, what about Kakanyemi? Uh, he's been struggling. He was hurt, and then he came back, and his first two games back weren't great. His third game was really good, and the last game against the Rangers, not so much. But that was the case for everybody. Yes. Is it also true that uh, Marc-Andre Fleury got Mike Babcock fired? Yes, he uh, made the save of the year, and Babcock was fired after that. Because on uh, because that would have tied the game. <laughs> I saw there. I think he's still fired after a win. Somebody had uh, the two images uh, side by side: Marc-Andre Fleury making the save on Lidstrom, costing Babcock the uh, Stanley Cup, <laughs> and Marc-Andre Fleury diving. Who was it? Zach Hyman that took that shot? Yeah. Uh, to to get Mike Babcock fired. How did the Canadians get to the Bell Center? How? 
they take they take hab rides. And that's what you missed, Mitch. That was uh, that was a lot of games. Man, oh man, I didn't realize the Canadians played so much while I was gone. Yeah, but uh, the first thing I really want to do since you're back, okay. because I haven't really be able, been able to test your knowledge. Yeah, I want to have a pop quiz brought to you by Eleven Waves, elevenwaves.com. Pop quiz. You didn't say the tagline yet. Let them make waves for you. Let them make waves for you. Pop quiz. So you are rusty. All right, I'm going to go first because I want to test your knowledge, Mitch Gallo. Okay. Uh, there's someone in the National Hockey League scoring at a torrid pace right now. Who is that? David Posternak. Yes. Uh, he has 23 goals in 24 games. Oh, wow, wow, wow. Yeah. He's about halfway through to possibly scoring 50 in 50. It's been so long, Mitch Gallo, since someone's done that. I want to know how many players you can name that have scored 50 in 50. Now, there are players that did it 50 in their team's first 50 games. That's the official 50-50 club. But there's eight total names of people that did it 50 games in their first 50. I'm going with the eight names. I want to know how many of the eight you can get, Mitch Gallo. Okay. 50 and 50, the ones that did it 50 in their team's first 50 games, and the ones that did it in their own because they were injured 50 games. There's eight names I want on that list. Go ahead, Mitch Gallo. Uh, Rocket. Yes, the first one ever to do it. Uh, Gretzky. Gretzky. How many times do you think Gretzky did it? Gretzky's on the name. I don't need it, but how many? He did it multiple times. Three? Three times. He once did it in 39, 42, and 49. Uh, Bossy. Uh, Mike Bossy did it in 1980, 81. Very good. Um, Bobby Hall. Bobby Hall did not do it. Uh, Bobby Hall is one of the near misses. I believe he just scored 50 and 52. 50, 52. A, little, a little less on the bed there, Brett? Right, Jimmy. Brett did it. How many times did Brett do it? Once. Twice. Twice, okay. He did do it. That's why I hesitate. I was like, I totally gave it away when you said Bobby Hall. I was like, ah, no. Uh, Timu? Uh, Timu did not do it. He didn't do it when he scored no. 76? He did not do it. Whew. That's, uh, that's surprising to no, me. No, Timu did not do it. Okay. Mario? Mario definitely did it. Uh, he did it how many times? Twice. Three times. Three times. Won the 50. He did it in 46 first games, and then he did it twice in 50 is first 50 games. So now there's three more names I need. Stamkos? Stamkos did not do it. No one's really done it recently. No? Okay. There's not one player active on this list. Okay. Uh, Yeri Curry? Uh, Yeri Curry. Very good. Two more remaining. There's one I thought you were going to get. <laughs> okay. Uh, because you had a wrong answer, and I thought because of that wrong answer was going to lead you to the next answer. Stan Mikita? No. <laughs> uh, Could you? What were some of your wrong answers? Uh, Bobby Hall. And? And Stamkos. And? The other one. The other wrong answer I thought would lead to the other one. I sure. Because you have two. You've got What was my other wrong answer? The finish flash. Oh, yeah. Timo. Yes, uh, uh, but I got Curry. No, <laughs> but that's anyways. I thought I just thought that the how truck. No, because you're you're thinking wrong. Okay, you're thinking wrong. I, I don't know how many more clues I could get. People are yelling at their podcast right now at the hotel po. Oh, they have their know. earphones on. They're on the metro listening. Oh and, no, I'm pretty happy with six of eight. All right, uh, one uh, is a former Boston Bruin, Cam Neely. Cam Neely did it in 44 games. 
And the one you're missing, he also scored 76 goals the same year Timu did. McGilney? McGilney did it that year, but Timu didn't. McGilney did it. Those are your eight. It's funny, I was going to guess McGilney too. Yeah, that's why I thought yeah. that Solani would lead to McGilney because he scored 76 goals. Yeah. He did uh, 76 goals in 77 games that year. Unbelievable. Wow. So those are your eight. Good job. I can't believe Timu didn't Th do this it. Is, this is like uh, knowledge that a lot of people have, but because it's an old stat now, it's like now people are kind of forgetting who, the guys that did 50 and 50. I'm happy with my uh, Curry. Yeah. That was good. He scored a lot of goals. Yeah. All right, Sean, for yes. you, uh, more uh, recent uh, type of history. Yes. Uh, Henrik Lundqvist recently won his 455th career game. Mm -hmm. That put him at fourth, uh, sorry, fifth all-time Yeah. for goaltender wins. Yeah. I would like to know the four ahead of him and the one he just passed. Uh, all right. So all-time wins. It's not that hard a question. No, it's. Uh, See if you get him in order. Be more impressive. Berdur? One. Patrick Waugh? Two. Uh, Luongo? Three. Uh, I'm going to say Glenn Hall? Nope. Uh, did he pass Glenn Hall? Nope. I just know he played Glenn, a. Glenn he, Hall, he, he's. But behind. he played a boatload of games because he, 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 he never had a backup. He's not in the top six. No way. Eh? Uh, Tony Esposito? Nope. Is, is he the one that he passed? No. Nope. Tony's right there, too. <laughs> um. So I'm missing four and six. Four and six. I guess, so Memphis I got one, two, three, five. four and six. Uh, goaltenders, all-time wins, wins. Yes. Uh, I don't think Grant Fewer had played nope. enough years. I don't think Eddie Belfour's up there. Belfour's four. Oh, is he? Yeah. Belfour is four. Belfour's four. So like the question is, who's number six? Who's number six? Who did Henrik Lundqvist just pass? Who did he just pass on the all-time wins? On the all-time wins. Did you ask this just because it's Cujo or something? It is Cujo. <laughs> <laughs> you just asked. You know me too. I'm just trying to piss you off. Uh, uh, there you go. I got Curtis it. Curtis Joseph, it. number six. I got it. There you go. <laughs> All right. That is uh, Pop Quiz. Glad you could uh, join us uh, for the uh, Pop Quiz. Uh, next, it is going to be Random Sports Thoughts. This time brought to you by Played Against Sports Kirkland, uh, 2973 St. Charles in Kirkland. Say hi to Keith and Gerard. I went by, got my skate sharpened the other day. Uh, I saw Brianna. She took care of everything. Had to get one. Was a goalie cut on the on the skates. Oh, hey, the look play, at that. The yeah. player cut, uh, whatever you want. Uh, check them out to 2973 St. Charles in Kirkland. Random Sports Thoughts. Oh, no. Jimmy, this is not the right bed. This is the depressing one. Well, we're going to have to go with this one, I guess. All right, we're going to go with the depressing That's all he one. has at his disposal. That's fine. That's fine. Jimmy, it's okay. We're going old school. This is like old a school. little bit lower. I don't mind it. I don't mind it. Just a little bit lower. Yeah, it's fine. Random sports thoughts. Uh, this is where I start. Uh, I tweeted this out uh, in the midst of the Mike Babcock, Bill Peters blowout with all the coaches around the National Hockey League. You actually retweeted it. Yeah, I thought it was good. I right. liked it. Yeah. And it was a very random thought that came to my mind through everything. As a coach, you could be a jerk, but you can't be racist. Those are uh, two different things. They're very different things. You, But the point being is coaches don't need to be nice. And I know there's a lot of stories of coaches not being nice, but let's, let's separate. There's a difference of being nice and the, being The, the coach's job isn't to be liked. Yeah. But you're not supposed to be racist. I think there's a line that people have to realize here. I think it's very clear. Okay. I think it's clear. You think it's clear. But I, I do think when people are commenting on all this, some of it just gets, oh, he's just being mean. That's, that's not being mean. That's being racist, my friend. Yeah. 
That was my first random sports thought. All right. Uh, my first random sports thought, Sean, is I think in the two weeks I was gone, I missed the most eventful two weeks in the history of hockey. It's been pretty eventful. Like, you guys have had stories every single day between Mike Babcock and spitting incidents and Bertuzzo with the cross checks. and I think there's been busier times. Uh, but yeah, four game been, losing there was, there was streak. Never a, there was never a blown, a blown uh, four goal lead yeah. by the Canadians. It just it feels like there was one thing after the other. There's no lull. Let, let me say that there was no lull in Don Cherry. I missed that. Come on, man. I missed a lot of stuff. Don Cherry, eh? Yeah, I missed a lot. I missed Don Cherry and Mike Babcock being fired. Yeah, the the, the whole Don Cherry thing, I, I, I totally like got it. I understood it, and it was like. They were just waiting. Needed like an excuse. Is it an overreaction? Maybe is is Don Cherry's spinning nonsense for the last twelve years? Yes, he's been doing that his whole career. But the people like watching. It's like watching a train wreck, right? You stop, you pull over, and you watch it yeah. until you're like, oh, I shouldn't be watching that because someone's on fire. And that's kind of what it turned into. You watch too long. Yes, you start to burn the retinas a little <laughs> bit, and uh, I think that's what happened to Don Cherry. Um. I was thinking about this when I was watching the Canadians get blown out by the uh, Boston Bruins the other day. And uh, Brendan Gallagher took some friendly fire. Man, there was one that almost killed him. Yeah. Uh, and then there was... Uh, like, Shea Weber almost committed murder. Ben Sherratt took one, too. In the hand, yeah. When uh, and, and, and this is kind of in late relation when, you, uh, when you're playing football and you, your friend tosses you a football and you die for it and you make the catch and you hit the ground, everything's fine. But when you drop the ball, your body hurts. It hurts more when you lose. And I understand that that's a, a statement because you lost. But my point is, the actual physical pain of blocking a shot hurts more when you lose versus if you win. Mitch, it happened on Monday night this past week. We play on the same team, the Thrashers. I blocked a shot, and it really hurt. But at the time we were winning, I felt good. After the game, when we blew the lead and we lost the game... I couldn't even walk out of the locker like Mitch, room. Mitch, I blocked a shot again. I'm like, Campbell, get out of the way. You see my foot is very, very, oh, really? very, very bruised. Well, that sucks. Questionable for this weekend. <laughs> Sorry, my second. Uh, is, uh, John, random uh, sports uh, thought number two. I am uh, concerned that Carey Price is once again going to feel like the fans don't love him anymore. I'm concerned we're going to get chronic fatigue syndrome. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm more worried about his uh, his feelings. I remember mean, the best feelings with this music in the background too. There you go. Yeah. My final random sports yes. thought is, uh, as much as the Canadians are in the midst of uh, a losing streak, and at this time that we're doing this, uh, they're at five loss in a row. Maybe it is six. I'm not sure at this point. But during the losing streak, I don't think it's even been a consideration for Molson or Bergevin, who makes these decisions that Claude Julien or Mark Bergevin's job is in jeopardy. I don't think that that's the way that this organization is looking at that situation. I know people are calling for heads to roll, and it's a very reactionary fan base. You and I, we deal with post-game callers on Twitter all the time, and it's in the now, now, now. But I don't think the organization has even, that thought has even crossed their mind. I completely agree with you. I'm not saying it hasn't crossed my mind. I'm just saying I don't think it has crossed the organization's mind whatsoever. It's a thought that I have. 
Sean, my final random sports thought is, imagine this summer saying that the Canadians would go on a losing streak in November, an extended losing streak in November. And one of the biggest reasons why would be Jonathan Drouin's absence from the lineup. Imagine saying that in the summer. Imagine forecasting ahead and saying that Jonathan Drouin's injury would be the biggest thing that would ail the Canadians this year. It's crazy how much they miss him. They really, 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 really miss him. And nobody would have projected that a few months ago. Random sports thoughts here on the Hotopo, the Hot Topic podcast. Just want to take the time and give a shout-out to Angry Monkey on 5139 Verdun. In Verdun, kids, adult classes, boxing, jiu-jitsu, kid classes. I know that uh, Rumble in Verdungle is coming up in uh, December, and I know they'll have a, a lot more events. Justin puts on great events. Check them out, angrymonkeymma.com. Uh, they're always, always super busy. So uh, thank you for being part of the Hot Topic podcast podcast uh mitch yes it's time for some bold predictions bold predictions and since it's bold predictions it's brought to you by betonline.ag sign up today and use the promo code hot topic and receive that 50 percent welcome bonus glad to welcome aboard a bet online to the hot topic podcast um would you like to go first for bold predictions sure i'll go first sean and uh, my bold prediction is a really 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 long-term bull prediction, okay. like very long-term. That's fine. Like we might you not have to e- remember. I we, you- we we might not even be working in radio when this is. I want this- look. I want you to remember these because I tell you sometimes you're like I don't remember what my bull prediction was. I'm like remember the long ones. If it's not a week later, I like to make it a week yes. later. Oh, we will remember this one. Okay, I just because this one might take five years. Okay, might take seven years. We may never know the answer. My bold prediction, Sean, is that Mike Babcock will win the Stanley Cup before the Maple Leafs do. Mike Babcock will win the Stanley Cup before the Maple Leafs do. All right. You'll have to remind me. I probably won't remember. Oh, you'll remember this one. I don't know. If I said, Sean, remember that time I said Babcock would win the Cup before the Leafs? I'll be saying that was the Hot Topic Episode 7. <laughs> yeah, lucky number 7. All right. Uh, my uh, bold prediction has a little bit to do with the Leafs. Uh, the, as I told you at the time, the Canadians have lost five in a row. By the time we do episode eight, if the Canadians haven't won again, there will be waffles on the ice in Montreal. Nobody's throwing a waffle on the ice. I might bring one. <laughs> no, I don't. I'm, I don't. I don't condone throwing things on the ice. I don't condone throwing items on the ice. It's wrong. But you remember when the Leafs were so bad that the yeah it was against uh, Philadelphia because Chris Pronger was confused. He was perplexed. Who brings a waffle to a game? Yes. Who brings a waffle? It was like an ego or something. And I think everybody was trying to read in. Why was there a waffle on the ice? And people were like, it's because they're awful, and it rhymes with waffle. Yeah, I'm like, that's a stretch. I, I kind of like the significance of waffles on the ice when you're playing bad. Again, I don't condone throwing things on the ice, but my bold prediction is we may see a waffle because the Habs are awful on the ice. That is a bold prediction. The one weird, one weird hockey thing, right? Yeah, like it's it's unacceptable to throw things on the ice. Mm-hmm. You'll get kicked out. But if there's a hat trick, you, then you're allowed. Yes, it's the only instance in all the sports where you can it's throw like debris a hockey on the ice. tradition. It's yeah. like you were allowed to throw rats for a while. Yeah, Until after they, every goal. Yeah, that, that was, was that insane. Was, that, was, that was annoying. Remember the year? Ninety-six. Yes, ninety-six. And uh, my favorite thing about that whole uh, playoff was uh, in the final, 
when Colorado played against uh, the Florida Panthers, Patrick Waugh was the only goaltender who stayed in the net. And he's just getting pelted in the head with these rats. Mm-hmm. Every other goaltender, do you remember? They oh, duck yeah. inside the net. And, just getting and he's just laced. getting nailed. And he's like, no, I'm standing here he's in my fine. crease. He, he won the Stanley Cup. He did win the Stanley Cup. All right. Uh, the bold predictions brought to you by betonline.ag. And once again, uh, thank you to our sponsors here on the Hot Topic Podcast at Viva Greek Tavern. It's moved. Check them out at 4868 Sources Corner, Awesome Living, across from the Old Adonis. Great lunch specials starting at nine ninety five every day. Find them on Uber Eats and skip the dishes. And, of course, don't forget, Sean, the Hot Topic Podcast also brought to you by Club CDL. It's the place for tennis, squash, and fitness. Located at 8305 Tremaine, Cote de in the West Island. Nine clay indoor clay courts, four indoor hard courts, four squash courts, which... I know are good because I beat Dave 4-2 in a best-of-seven series. Also played with one of their pros. He's like, oh, can I step in and play a little bit? Play around with you, play around with Dave. Said Smoked. sure. Uh, didn't go well for either of us. Uh, full gym, Sean, uh, and uh, free classes as well. So check them out at clubcdl.com or on Facebook at clubcdl. All right, uh, before we go and we sign off episode seven, welcome back, Mitch Gallo. We got to name that podcast. Name that podcast. what I miss? What did you miss? Thanks, Jimmy. Stop! Kyle! Well, how's that for your entertainment value? Mitch and Sean, you guys are the greatest duo. VBF. Uh, uh.